we look at the camera? Do we look I at know. you? I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is this so, is so strange. <laughs> um, happy fucking new year. Yeah, happy 2024. 2024. It's our year. I say it's that every year. year. No, but this this is our this year. Is our we year. said this the other day on New Year's. We were like, no, this this is it. Yeah. Like, this is our year. We had like an epiphany on New Year's. We really did. We, we were like, vibing. our mind was open. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I'm just laughing at, I remember it was like, whatever the year before COVID was when it started. And when it was New Year's, I t- shared like, I s- shared a picture of me because I was going out, oh, my scarf is in my mouth. <laughs> we were going out for New Year's and we were going to Bingo Loco. And I shared a picture of me and I was like, um, here's to 2022, the year of opportunities. No. <laughs> and then three months later, the whole world got COVID. 2020. 2020? Yeah, 2020. Oh, what did I say? 22? 22. Oh, no, yeah. mind, don't mind me. 2020. Yeah. But yeah, gas. Gas. Okay, well, welcome back to the Sister Sister podcast. Yeah. My name is Lauren. <laughs> I'm your host. And here is my... And I'm your other host, Nikita. 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 Um, okay, so we'll start off. We'll talk about Christmas and New yeah. Year's. and Sorry, I need we to got drink to. water. Drink water. I didn't get any water. Shit. I'm a thirsty gal. Um, yeah, so me and Nikita were saying that for Christmas, Christmas kind of goes the same for both of us mm. every single year, as it does for most people. But in the last few years, there's been some changes to how Christmas goes, especially for me. I don't know if it is. No, the same for me because everyone's like grown up in the house. So for the last, say, like, like my bro- oldest brother, no, youngest brother is 19 Oh my God, that's so weird. You're 19, shut your face. <laughs> um, he's 19. So like the last five, six years have been completely different where yeah. like it's getting to that stage where like Christmas Eve isn't a big thing in our house at all. Now like the last three, like maybe three years ago, it would have been the last of like us making our, um, me and my brother always make a cheesecake before Christmas and stuff like that, like little bits like that. But then last year was like this significant moment where I was like, oh, Christmas is different now. I was like, we're all yeah. grown up. We don't really give a shit about what we do on Christmas Eve anymore. Um, and I was actually surprisingly okay with it. It was weird. Because, you know, I'm really bad with change. So are you. Well, like, I was a, not okay yeah, with Like, no. I cried yeah. for the, nearly the whole month of December mm-hmm. leading up to Christmas because I was like, I just don't want this Christmas to happen. Like, obviously, I was looking forward to Christmas because my family um, were going away. So, like, I usually stay with me Auntie Gail and her two kids. Um Tori is 15 and Scott is um 11 I think he is mm. um so like he obviously still believes in Santa and stuff like that yeah. um so there's always magic in the house mm. and I've spent Christmas with them since Tori is born so this year they went away but the flights were mental money and I was like I don't want to spend 900 pound for flights to Lanzarote when I don't even like going to Lanzarote yeah and then also like I didn't have much annual leave left from work so I was like just, it's not gonna happen. It's just kind of a not a waste, um, but it almost is. And then my mom was in work then. Like my mom was working for um the whole lot of Christmas basically. And then I was like, I know that she's working and I'm not really gonna see her, but I equally don't want to go and then leave her basically on her own yeah. for Christmas. So I'm like, I don't want to do that either. But regardless of all the crying and all the things that I was giving out about, I had a lovely Christmas. Nikita's family adopted me for Christmas yeah, this year. Yeah, we it were was so happy. lovely. Um, so Nikita came and spent Christmas Eve with me and mm. my mum. We got a curry. We sat and watched like the Christmas goggle box. Yeah. And then... Can we talk about there was no Christmas movies on this year? Shocking. Like no nothing. movies, no... Like we usually watch Mrs. Brown's Boys on Christmas Eve on RTE. Yeah, I usually do a Father Ted or something. Now Father Ted was on, but it was on at like eight o'clock at night. Usually yeah. it's on for like the whole night yeah. or something. But there was nothing on to watch. Nothing on the telly. I felt like a big L one. I was like, 
Then yeah. we're selling the RTE guide. I was like, would have been fuming if I had bought the RTE guide and then this football on the telly. No. Ask me, gee. Um, but yeah, no. So I went, we had Christmas Eve together. Then we got up that morning and Nikita's family were sending in. Oh, <laughs> no. I just had my legs wide open here. Oh. Nikita's family were sending in like um the kids opening up their Santa presents yeah. and stuff like that. And then me and Nikki, we have to put it up on our Instagram No, we'll, we will. We'll put it up. We'll put it up. <coughs> I'm so um, sorry. We'd have to put up on our Instagram story. <laughs> but we then done a Christmas like Santi video like that. I got stuff off Santi. <laughs> so Lauren was already, the child. There's already a scooter in the house. And then Emmy, uh, my little cousin's like pram was in the house, like a little dolly play pram. And I was like, oh my God, look what Santi left me. I was watching back the video and I was like, no, I actually am tapped in the head. Like, there's actually Do you know what? I'll probably be able to put it into this video. So I'll, yeah, I'll if, put it if, in. If I'll put the clip in. to edit it in. Yeah. We, I say we, Nikki is it's our gas. editor. Um, but yeah, very funny. No, it's and then honestly... we made a cheesecake that morning yep. um, for dessert for Christmas dinner. Mm -hmm. And then what was really lovely though, um, Nikita's nephew came down. Um, he's already done Christmas with his mom, Christmas Eve, Christmas yeah. morning. And then he came down to Leon, which is Nikita's brother. Um, his dad and then opened up a Santa his Santa presents in our house and that's why I was like Nikki I really want to be in your house I was like I just need to feel yeah. some magic like it was really really sad like I was like I need some magic yeah. then I was like I'm going to have to have about 15 kids and they're all going to be bullied to bits because they're all going to believe in Santa <laughs> till they're 21 because <laughs> I'm just never going to let yeah. it die they'll be 24 <laughs> and I'll be like what you mean Santa's not real <laughs> 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 and their dad, their dad will be like, or you will just be like, just a page, man. Just say, yeah, just, just tell her you believe, believe. please, please. Oh. When you open that present, just be shocked. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the sofa like this. What's that mean with the cup of tea? Oh yeah, like, like thing. when you like, open up your present that you asked for that you wouldn't no. get you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but yeah, I had a lovely Christmas. Me with too. You and your family. I love Nikita's family. They really feel like my family. And I love that they just accept me and they don't treat me any different. Oh, yeah. They, they literally, literally are like. Me and Nikita's mom killed each other. Killer, for yeah. Like, literally killed each other. I love it because she's not killing me. So yeah. it's fine. Like, <laughs> like, she was calling me a rat all day. And I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Rat. And then <laughs> Lauren did rat on her. Yeah, I did rat on her. Because <laughs> she was calling me. She was calling me names. And I was like, you'd want to watch yourself because I have information that you don't want shared. <laughs> And she was like, go on then, go on then. But yeah, no, I had a gorgeous time and I was so happy that you came and said with us. And then I said in Lauren's house, like I said in our auntie's house with her for Christmas, because um, there's no room there's in my no house. Room. There's no, no room, room in the end. end. Like, no. Um, <laughs> you have been evicted from the Big Brother house. Literally. So, yeah, it was so nice. Me and Lauren have not been away from each other, like, properly since the 22nd of December. Yeah. Like, we live with each other. Obviously, that's a thing. But, like, when we from live with each other... morning tonight. Yeah, we, like, we're morning tonight from the 22nd, up until we went back to work. Up until, yeah, we went back to work on tour state. Yeah. We have not been away from each other. And we haven't scrapped. No, so. and I haven't got sick of you. I love you. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. No, I'm joking. I love you so much. <laughs> I don't say um, shit like oh, that. Oh, I just whacked the mic with mad titty. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas was stunning. Had a really nice time. And then I just wanted Christmas to be over because I wanted it to be New Year's. No, me too. Because I was like, yeah, this is great. Family and all love yeah. you. Bye. I'm, I'm going to Amsterdam. Zam, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to Amsterdam and it was so fun. No, it was so good. Like so we literally good. had the best time. So we got up at like five o'clock in the morning, didn't sleep a wink the night before the airport, no. which is strange for me because I'm usually 
yeah, out of account. account. Especially when I have someone to wake me up, i.e. you. Yeah, because you know um, I don't really sleep before the airport anyway, so I won't sleep wake me up, so I'll be able to sleep safe and sound. Yeah. Me bed, snoozing, snoozing. Snoozing. You keep saying that as well, snoozy, snoozy. I keep saying snoozy, snoozy and snackaroonie. Snackaroonie. Shoot me in the head. Help, I don't know. But yeah, so we were up early in the morning and then... Podcast news. We oh, have podcast news. A listener in <laughs> Texas. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Go oh, again. We have a listener in Texas. <laughs> Hi. What's her name? Um. Oh God. Sorry, her we name, don't remember your name. I think like her Instagram name. Oh, maybe we, I was gonna say we shouldn't say her name. Should we? But she commented on our Instagram. Um, he's gonna look up our Instagram there while I'm telling the story. Mm-hmm. But basically, she commented on one of our posts and was like, she loved the podcast um episode um when we were talking about periods and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, I love from Texas. I was like, no, we've made it. I was like, this is our, this is my anyways. We've made it moment. No, this is like Lauren's legit. Like I am a country girl. Yeah, I want to be a country singer. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I'm just playing a video music. in the background. Um, I want to be a country singer. If you want to invite me to Texas to line dance in your back garden, I will. <laughs> um, her name on Instagram. Should we give out our name on thing? Well, she commented, so people yeah, will say it. true, true. Um, it's their Meister. But yeah, thanks so much for commenting because honestly, girl. we are thanks just so really much. proud. We were, I was sending it into my family group chat now. Yeah. I was like, uh, your girl has a fan in Texas. It's just like Lauren said, Lauren said it when she commented. It's just nice to know that other people get us. And like, if they're not from Ireland or anything like that, it's yeah, just nice to know that we're coming across the same way to other people. I was afraid that we were very niche. Yeah. As in like, yeah. only people from Dublin or from the areas that we're like, from. Even England and humor. Ireland would only listen to us and kind of be like, think we're, oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But and the fact that like the way we're explaining things like obviously we're not all trying to be laughs and jokes and <laughs> yeah but like we obviously want to be an informative podcast yeah so we went to Amsterdam um we got Fable Free there it was oh so my yummy God. it was so good it's so good do you know so we found it obviously on TikTok TikTok tells you everywhere to eat in Amsterdam and I was like this is gonna be another one of those places that like is overhyped it's not go to Fable Free go eat them they're delish and I don't like truffle mayo. But the truffle mayo is actually delicious. It gives you some smelly breath. But yeah, like I was take actually uh, 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 scraping the yeah. tongue. That looked like I was giving the head there and that. <laughs> um, I was scraping the tongue at myself the next day. but Yeah. Or not the next day, later on because we were going out that night. And but it was delicious. But delicious. Yeah. Um, what did we do after that? Oh my God, we're idiots. We went to the market. We went to go to Waterloopland. Waterloopland. Um, The market anyway in Amsterdam. We went to go there and we forgot it was a fucking Sunday, so it wasn't open. Doomed it. Thought on market. Like, Doomed it. Thought on Doomed it. It's fucking close. Um, but it's funny because we just came out of this like alleyway to like come out onto it. And I was like, oh, it's supposed to be right here. And we were, we're like, just, it was just blank. <laughs> it was just, there was nothing there. Tumbleweeds like, going across now. I was tumbleweed. Um, and it was so sad because we wanted to get some nice sunglasses because that market does really nice oh, sunglasses. They do the best. But we never even went then because it was raining the next time we tried yeah. to go and then we were rushing so we actually didn't even end up going at all. But we went into the little vintage shops across the way. Yeah. But I was like to Nikita because Nikita's obviously doing our vlog now. I was like, let's do a funny <laughs> transition. <laughs> no. So I'm oh. standing there and I open my arms. I'm explaining this so for people who don't actually, if yeah. they don't watch the video. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I open my arms like this and then I like slap them close at the top <laughs> like this to like do a transition to be like we're at the market. Yeah, so the next time we're idea, we're obviously gonna <coughs> oh shite we were gonna clap and then obviously the market be behind her. <laughs> but we didn't fucking go. Didn't so know. Now we keep just, <laughs> just have this random clip. Me going, yeah. 
<laughs> and nothing happened. Um, but yeah. No, funny. Then we went out that night. Yeah, that was, yeah, because we flew out on New Year's Eve. Sexy, gorgeous. No, we looked like, like, ew, 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 we never told the story in the vlog. So we went there. The two of us had our big roadman jackets on because yeah, it was we freezing. Didn't say it in the vlog. Um, and we get to the cloakroom and this old man, and when I say old man, old man. Yeah, he no, was he was definitely like, like 60. I'd say like, yeah, late 50s at like, least. No, defo 60. It's pure so? grey and all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I love being catcalled by people in no, their 60s. No, come here. I knew as soon as we walked in, this man like went like this to learn. Like literally was like It's because I had my big Yeah her out. tits were out And she he was like He didn't even look at Lauren He didn't even he just acknowledge goes, Hello <laughs> <laughs> So I was like went cross I was like it. here we go I was like well, at least we have someone safe here yeah. We know we have a friend <laughs> And uh, he was like how are you And all I was like yeah I'm good Like uh, just here oh. for New Year's um, And he was chatting to me around And I was like right can we put our jackets in place Yeah And he put the two of our jackets on the same hanger And I was like ooh we're getting a little two for one Because yeah. my tits But then he didn't charge me off She, she he like, like slid the ticket across the desk And goes have a good night <laughs> As if that was some type of like Yeah you that's on me baby But I was buzzing like, And I was like that's actually quite sad I'm buzzing that yeah. A six year old no. man fancies me And I got free cloak room <laughs> It was two euro <laughs> Calm down Only fans she walks away with the ticket like this <laughs> and <Yeah>. then <laughs> no so then I say to Lauren I was like take, take a, a picture, picture of that. that take a picture of that ticket because obviously we'll lose that and I was like yeah <laughs> and she I goes take a picture of that so we know right oh, the fucking thing I yeah, find, find that it. and try put it up because it's the funniest thing. Wait to see the fucking photo she takes of this. <laughs> Blurred lands. <laughs> but yeah, so she takes a picture of the ticket anyway. And we'd go about our night then through the whole night. We didn't end up losing the ticket, so we didn't actually have to use the picture. So that was all good. Um, but the next morning we woke up and Lauren was going through our pictures. <laughs> I'm going to go up and show it. She goes, <laughs> she goes, that's... <laughs> That's the picture I took of that. <laughs> That's the picture I took of that ticket. And I was like, you can definitely make that out. Yeah, here she is trying to tell me that you can see the fucking like, numbers. Don't worry. She was like, you can't see that. Oh, no, I literally was like, imagine we had a fucking lost the ticket. Well, like, and don't we, had worry. To, we just went up to him and said, this is our ticket. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, don't worry, my man would have, my man knows. We yeah. would have went back and my man was wearing my ear jacket. <laughs> Just keeping it warm <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh, no, but very funny. And then the place that I was in, we went there a few years ago to see LMA. LMA, yeah. It's actually a really lovely venue. Um, but yeah, we went there a few years ago to see LMA. And you weren't allowed to use the lift in the place. And obviously I'm a big fat shy. I don't want to walk upstairs. <laughs> I clearly didn't oh. get to this weight by exercising me right That's to it exercise. <laughs> I, I don't want to walk up the stairs. Oh. And especially when I'm in the club. Yeah. I have these big huge boots on. My arse is already hanging out of a skirt. Yeah. Be cordomock. Be, Be careful. <laughs> because 
help me whole household out. Yeah. But we walked up the stairs anyways, but they're like all these like wooden steps and there's like lights everywhere. I was like sneaky, I was like, I feel like we're in like a like a rich person, like a yeah. American house. It felt like, felt like yeah. we were in a film for the whole night. No, the whole night we the were like night. we're just in a movie. Like, we're in a movie. We were walking back from the toilets and I was holding Nikita's hand and then like a cool song come on and I was like, No, we're in a film. Yeah, we were, we're walking in, through like yeah, this little the crowd. You, was it when we were walking into the the throwback room mm-hmm. so there was all different rooms with different music in it and the throwback room when you're walking in it's like a little um like a corridor we could just see all the lights in the inside and me and like, we're like holding hands walking in we're in a movie yeah i don't know if anyone ever has seen the movie someone great is it someone great someone great yeah, yeah if you haven't watched it please watch, watch it. it but be careful but please be in the correct mental state because it's so sad. i was not the first time i watched it no and did we watch it together or did we watch it separate i think we watched it separate I can't I think, remember. I think I watched a force and then you did watch a force. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's like a very good film. It's like really good. Like obviously, our friends are were through the breakup and yeah, it was. Do you know what? It's it's such a nice movie because it's they're in their like late twenties, isn't it? Like early thirties even. Yeah. Um. So it's like a coming of age movie, but not because you just they're took already the words out my mouth. I yeah. was gonna say it's a coming of age, but for people over the age twenty. Yeah, and it's just it was so nice because. In this thing, obviously she's been with this fella for years and like she's spent she's all her time like with him. Years. Yeah. Um, like from college, wasn't it? They got with each other like in college yeah. times. But then you see obviously that she obviously didn't keep in touch with her friends as much as she would. So then when they break up, it's like they get back together and they're starting like talking about their life their changing trio, and like... her like leaving and stuff like that. And yeah, you just get to see their little trio like relive their like little... Their college day is basically yeah. it's, it's really good it's such a good it. movie I love it but anyways that's what it felt like it felt like we were in that movie when they're in a nightclub and they walk through you'll see you'll know if you watch the movie you'll notice it yeah um, but yeah it felt like we were in that film but we literally had the best time ever we didn't drink no we had the best time I yeah. was shaking me bits Um, we I also think I'm not sure if any of our listeners think this People think that me and Nikki are a couple. Oh, one thousand percent. I'm not mad about it. You no, look great. me either. I look great. We're, yeah, we're a cute. Thank couple. you so much for thinking that I could bag this. Yeah, <laughs> you could. <laughs> I have oh, no standards. <laughs> so <laughs> you're so mean. I know I'm gorgeous, so I actually no, are so gorgeous. So. And you know what's so funny? When I was with my ex-boyfriend, I remember saying, like, if we ever break no. up, the only people you're ever allowed to be with is Nadine or Nikia. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? That's a bit weird I was now. like, yeah, no. I was like, you're not allowed to be... I will be okay. You're going to be happy. I won't be bitter. <laughs> I'll send just love and light. Like, I'm okay with that. But you're not allowed to be with anyone else. I was like, just kill people. We probably would have shared anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> we usually share. We- <laughs> Sharing is scaring. Um, if you know, oh. you know. I was going to say something. I can't say it. What can you say? I was going to say Toby. <laughs> I don't, I'm leaving that in. I, I was going to say, leave that in. Who cares? Um, oh, 2024, we're not giving a shit. <laughs> we don't care. 2024, no more sharing. Yeah. No, no more sharing. Um, but yeah so we went out we had the best time there was these people in the club and you know they like fucking nightclub photographer that goes around yeah they yeah. were at the top they were these English fellas and they I thought that it was like their videographer or whatever you yeah would say because your mom was on them all night yeah and they had like bottles and like they had all girls around them and all they had this there was one particular girl um and she I fell in love with her. I was oh, like, was I stunning. want her to dance on me. Yeah. I was like, wow. And then spoiler of the night. Spoiler of the night? Who spoiled the night? That man. That child. No. That child, should no. I say. 
So I was dancing, looking cute. Men were trying to t- chat to me in the club. I'm like, no, no, I'm with my friend. Don't even look at me. Fuck off. Um, I also love, I love getting attention because I am an attention-seeking whore. Um, love getting attention, love being catcalled and I'll love it all. You know what's so funny? Me and you are completely different in that sense. Like you love it like... Someone like talking to you and like having a dance with you and yeah. like I I just don't want you to touch me, don't look at me, don't perceive me, don't like. But like I'm like that as well. But I'm like someone would look at me across the room and be like, "Come here, baby." But then as soon as they come to me, sometimes I'm like, mm. "Yeah." I think when they get too close, yeah. then you're like, Ugh. I'm "Like that was just fun across the room. Go back, will you?" Even at that, I'm like, "Don't look at me." Yeah, don't no, make I love it. Me. I'm like, it makes me anxious sometimes. In fairness, I have to be in a certain type of humor. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, come on, look at these titties," and then the next time I'm like, "Do I have something belong to you in there?" <laughs> yeah, I actually have said that to someone. You yeah, we were on the tube and mom's like that. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking catching flyers. And I was like, do I have something belong to you in there? <laughs> what are you looking at? And he was like, Ugh. anyways, um, this fella came up to me and he was talking to me. And I go, it's English, please. He goes, I am speaking English. <laughs> no, I turned around and I, I go, did I just he was? That? Like, I really don't think he was. Uh, no, he was. He was like Scottish or something, but he just obviously had a really bad accent, like thick accent. He was like Welsh or something. Oh, well, anyways, whoever he was, fuck you. <laughs> um... He was coming up to me and he was like, Oh, how are you? Sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. You look great and all. And I was like, I was like, I know. Um <laughs> and uh, I know. He was and like, we don't say thank you. You don't say thank you to no, men. I never to tell say you thanks. you look good. Yeah, if a man says no. to me, Oh my god, you look amazing, I say I know. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, How old are you? Like, and I was like, Oh, I'm 27. He went, <laughs> Can you see this face? He went. He looked me up and down from no. me. Fucking platform boot up to me fucking toupee <laughs> and literally gave me the evil eye. And I goes, Sorry. He was like, Oh, I'm 22. I goes, Yeah, well, I'm not going to smooch you anyways because you're 22. And he actually wasn't really that no, cute. No, he wasn't. Like, he wasn't cute no. at all. Um, so I wasn't having a bar of him regardless. Um, I sound really bitter here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to like even talk to him. <laughs> I sound really bitter. I'm really not being bitter. I was just like um, chatting to him. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, oh, I'm 22. And then he said something like, Well, if you feel like being a cougar, I will actually unalive myself. No. If you feel like being a cougar. I'm 27. No, I can't. What do you mean? And now I'm 28 this year. So thanks for giving me a quarter life crisis. But you're making me feel like it's a midlife crisis. Like an old hag. No, stop. But yeah. Anyways, you're my cougar. You're older than me by two weeks. All right. Yeah. That's... This is my sexy cougar. This is my cougar girl. Woman. But yeah. So we went out at 11 o'clock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went we were to in like a taxi 11. home and all by two. Yeah. <laughs> so we went home. We both had showers yeah. separately because we're not a couple. Yeah, <laughs> she said, could the vlog that I put up, she was like, you done like a room tour. She was like, and then the one bed and stuff. She's like, people definitely think we're a couple. First of all, I requested two single beds because I can't no, sleep beside anyone. <laughs> I said, don't you Stop dare put anything between me. <laughs> Asking for an extra blanket. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead white to you. <laughs> trying to seduce me all weekend. <laughs> Basically, we had the best time on the trip, like so, so good. And then we get goes to get our flight home, and what happens? Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot we all about this. The curfew. Well, not we. The pl- the, the flight plane. missed the curfew. So basically, mm. the flight was late coming in, mm-hmm. and then they had to change really over. Bad yeah, really bad weather. Weather. And um, then they had to change over crews, and the second crew didn't get to air flight in time. So, yeah, the second crew didn't get to air flight in time. Mm. So then, 
they missed their air curfew because that was very early though. Like their curfew 11 was o'clock. 11 o'clock. That's yeah. very early. Like you said, it's probably just for certain wings of the thing. Yeah, because we were walking. Anyway, I'll, t- I'll, tell, you this. I'll tell the story in order. Yeah. So basically, the the captain made an announcement and he was like, really sorry guys, but we're cancelled. And everyone's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Me and Kia are like, yeah. yeah. I actually fist bumped. I no, did. she literally goes, yup. I go, yup. <laughs> No. I fist bumped on the plane but we were very um, I don't know what's the word optimistic to think of how quick because we were like it's only it's half ele- 11 no yeah it was 11 o'clock 11 at this o'clock. stage we were like we'll go out yeah. we were like quickly get off the plane go to yeah. the hotel quick wash our three F's and get out yeah do you know what I was speaking to Zara yesterday and we were like talking about Amsterdam and she was like I'm so excited to see like did you just go out that night and I was like no and she was like Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. Sorry, we're yeah. old, old maidens. We're old people. Because by the time but we got because, to the hotel, no, yeah. it was actually like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. By the time we got sorted. And also, I'm so embarrassed for every single person on that flight. So Very embarrassing. So we got on, we got on the queue. So basically, you had to leave the airport, go back from departures up to arrivals. And that's where the desk was. And we had to wait there. Luckily, we got there. We got like, we were like a couple see, of people. Because most people had to go and collect our bags, bags from the belt. We didn't. We only had carry-ons. Yeah. So we were like, grand. We shot straight up. There's probably about 20 people. Yeah. If even. Yeah. Ahead of us in the queue. And... um. There was people like going up and giving out to the people on the desk. They don't even work Here's for the EasyJet. Thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Them people that were sitting there didn't even work for EasyJet. So they're just waiting for calls from EasyJet or like to whoever needs know what's to happening. let people know what's happening. It's not their fucking fault that they're having to deal with this situation. But anyway. Yeah. I was just like, no, that's a fucking joke. Um, people are just so rude to... People in, what's it, like service jobs? Or, like, I don't know what. Like, do. customer service jobs, basically. Uh, actually, yeah. yeah. Like, we were on the bus on the way home from Christmas. This woman was so rude oh, to yeah. the woman in National Express. And I actually <laughs> almost fought her. I go, shut the fuck up. You're actually being rude. I was like, don't be so rude. <laughs> And everyone was like, thank you. And I was like, no, because I know you can't say it because yeah. you will lose your job. I'm but what I you're can thinking. fucking say it. She was like, talking to the woman in front of her, and she was like, oh, like, can I use this ticket? Blah, 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 blah. And then your woman goes, I'm really sorry. I'm just like, when I finish with her, I'll get to you. Yeah. Your woman was so nice about it. was really thing. And she was like, I'm actually quite busy. I'm in a rush. <laughs> well, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You have to wait in this fucking queue. So shut up or walk home. Yeah. People are just... Yeah, I just can't be in jobs. Like... like like yeah, that. like that's why I left hotels mostly was because people would come down. We were the main contact of like giving out and like complaining. But it would obviously be like... um housekeeping complaints and like yeah. stuff that wasn't in their room and so and I'm like this is not my fault and I have I no really... problem with people complaining by all means you're well within your right to oh, complain yeah like especially if you've paid for a hotel and you're not happy with something like, yeah but it's just how you it's how you go about how it. you go about it I'm telling you now if I walked in a hotel and you come to me roaring and shouting because you're oh you don't get any cases and folded the right no. way you'll get a dig in the head yeah I used to, I it used to satisfy me when people yeah. come down really real because I'm like, well, I'm not gonna do anything yeah. for you now. I'm like, I couldn't give a shit what and you I want. I don't care if that's not professional or yeah. not because that's just how care. the world works. You give what you get, yeah. or you get what you give. Exactly. Oh yeah. Well yeah. So anyway, so yeah, we got stay to stay in the hotel. <laughs> Someone actually robbed our fucking food. No. Someone robbed. You know what? I'm actually really upset about that because we haven't been refunded for it and we won't be refunded for it yeah. because Uber Eats is the worst customer service thing. Actually, let me speak to somebody in customer <laughs> service right now. <laughs> I'm so angry. I have a few words to say. 
that was our Christmas and Amsterdam recap. We now want to move on to like what the actual what this week's podcast is actually about. should be about. <laughs> um, we've actually just spent nearly forty minutes talking yeah. there. Um, enjoy that. We <laughs> always say this. We're like we don't really have a lot to talk about. Like if we get at least forty minutes, yeah, we'll be fine. I don't know we why that's our time up, as well. Uh, we record two hours, so we book a two hour slot mm-hmm. every single time. We record straight for two hours. Yeah, I don't know how we have so many things to say to each other. Same. I don't Do you know what? Yeah, we're it. really good at listening to each other about stories that has happened, happened to both of us. And we'd be laughing as if yeah, we have never heard of I'd be slapping me in all. Get a grip of yourself. It was yesterday. You were there. Oh, you were there. <laughs> it happened to you. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, we wanted to talk about um, how in when it's a new year, people have like their new year's resolutions. And I am all for people wanting to, want to better themselves for the year coming. But one, you don't have to just start when it's January. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and two, you don't have to become a better version of yourself. No. If you don't want to. And three, I feel like, again, we always talk about like society and stuff like that. Society holds such a pressure of becoming a new person yeah. in the following year. If you don't lose 10 stone, if you don't get yeah. that pay rise, if you don't do this, if you don't have a new car, if you don't do this, have a baby in the new year, yeah. then you're fucked. But it's not even, it's like January is such like yeah. a weird time Fuck for January. people to be like, you need to do all of this reinvention of yourself. And it's like, first of all, we're broke after Christmas. Yeah. I'm born out after Christmas after seeing all my family and having to deal with shit. Like... I don't want to do anything in January. I want yeah. to chill out, have a nice little easy time. I've no money to do anything. Yeah, I'm poor. Like, I'm poor. <laughs> um, poor. And if you're a person that does go to gym and stuff and then wants to better themselves in the gym and stuff, like the gyms are full, packed to the brim because people are pressured into working out and like getting yeah. all their Christmas weight off them, which is the weirdest so thing ever. So I hope you're enjoying the gym because you're standing there for 15 minutes waiting to use Literally. the fucking <laughs> escalator, stairs, whatever they're called. <laughs> Clearly I don't go to the gym. <laughs> And we will not be partaking in the January New Year New Me. Yeah. Well, I need to go in February. <laughs> yeah. We do want to work out this year, but we our like main focus is not like change ourselves to like be the skinny yeah. little person of ourselves. But yeah, so this episode is just about like New Year New Me and the toxicity that comes behind it. And I think we just want to reassure people that you don't have to change yourself in the new year. And it is nice to have little goals to set for yourself and stuff. But again... Yeah, because I'm saying you don't have to do this. Like, I actually have goals for myself yeah, this same. year. Like, we'll go through them now each, like, what of what we want to happen this year. And I feel like it is nice to set yourself goals because I feel like if you're not setting yourself them, then you can kind of easily run away with yourself. Yeah. So I do, like, get the whole point of new year, new me. But I also don't at the same time. Yeah, it's like a contradiction in what we're saying. But it, we're just saying that like there's, saying there's no pressure to have a goal and then actually get that goal. Yeah, 100%. I always like the thought of like, I like setting a goal, but then anywhere I am in between is just closer to where I want to be. doesn't matter if I've gotten there or not, but I'm just further away from the start. Yeah. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's, I do like setting goals, but I hate this thought process of like, reinvent yourself like the old person old version of you is not worth having in the new year and stuff and I'm like I'm a, I'm a cool person yeah I like me yeah I, I don't want to I, I, was I want to better myself yeah. what did you think I was fucking with me in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking with me um, but yeah so we just want to go in a little bit I think it's best to probably speak about what our goals are and what we want to do yeah yeah oh I think I also just want to mention though um about when we make goals like the whole new year new me and thing it can actually lead to like a burnout at the end of january yeah. then and then you get really really sad and into this like 
weird like failure. You feel like a failure. Yeah, because you, you feel haven't like you done... haven't eat, done at least one goal by the end of January, then you feel like you've just yeah. You feel like you failed um like the first month of the fourth yeah. the year. But I'm like, start again in February if you want. Start yeah. again in March. Start again whenever you want. Start again on Monday. Start again on Tuesday. Literally, like your your reset is your reset. You do it whenever you, are in you want. You are in control of your own mind, your, your own, own body. body. Um, yeah, I just, I hate that. And I, I said to you the other day, I struggle with my like mental health at the first part of the year. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of like subconscious, like new year, new me, shy. But I get really down on myself in the like force. I'd say from like January to like April time, I just struggle really bad with me like depression and stuff. Like last year got really bad where I had to obviously ring doctors and be like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I literally just don't want to get out of bed. I have no like desire to do anything. Um, But I think, yeah, I think that happens to me. And I'm like always cautious of it then at the start of January because yeah. I'm like, I don't want that to happen again. I don't know now, why my eyes are filling no, up. No, I'm going to cry because it's vulnerable to speak yeah. about something like that. And I'm sad because it's sad that you feel like that. No. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, shit. What just happened? I don't know. Madam Hitch. <laughs> Get down. Get down. Um, but yeah, no, it's vulnerable to speak about stuff like that. So then... When I get to January, I'm like constantly in my brain being like, oh shit, this is when it starts and this is when I start feeling bad and start feeling down. But I think this year I'm like trying to kind of overtake like my emotions a little bit more. Yeah, I'm just trying to get a hold on my emotions a little bit more. Obviously, I suffer with depression, so you can't really fucking... Just fix it. You like. can't just fix that. Like that's not a thing. But I know that I'm like stronger than what my thoughts are. So I know that I can kind of get out of it a little bit better than I usually can. Um... But yeah, so that's like, like it's triggering for me at the start of the year because I'm like, I don't want to be here. So let alone yeah. say that I want to go and lose 20 stone in the first yeah. month of the four, of the year. Like, fuck balls. off. Leave me alone. I'm, yeah. I'm out here I'm surviving. I'm just trying to live. Yeah, just, I'm just trying to breathe me in Me getting out day. of bed in the morning. That's is, a goal is, for me. Yeah. Me getting out of bed and going to work and actually like functioning as a normal person. Yeah. I just done inverted commas there. Yeah. But yeah, that's... Yeah, that... um, Yeah, that's my goal is basically at the start of the year is my goal is just to... Not get into that little. Well, try not get into that little rut. And if I do Just get into that little rut, coping mechanisms for you that you can exactly oh, I have those days because it's okay to have yeah. those days. And I feel like it's important. Not that it's important to be depressed. No, but like <laughs> it's important to have those days where you allow yourself to have those feelings. Yeah. But it's just that coming up with new coping mechanisms to be like, right, I've had that day. Now it's a new day. What can I do now? Let's to pull myself yeah out of it, or to just have a better day than what I did yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Um. um no, but thanks for sharing that. That's very yeah, important. No problem. Thanks. Just made me cry. Okay, so I'm gonna start with my resolutions then, and we put in inverted commas, commas. Uh, resolutions because it's just stupid, stupid word. Anyway, my New Year's resolution is holding myself accountable more. I think I want to start calling myself out on my bullshit because I'm the person that like will sit and talk to you and give you all this advice. And I can like, I can literally tell you everything. I'll be like, this is how you need to navigate your relationships. This is how you need to get on with your day to day. And then I don't take any of that advice. Yeah. And then I self-sabotage me. Sabotage? Self-sabotage. Um, sabotage. Self-sabotage. Bonjour, bitch. Bonjour. Sabotage. <laughs> self-sabotage. Anyway, self-sabotage. <laughs> Myself. Um, and I never take my own advice and I never stick to it. And it really, really annoys me. And I think that's another 
it's like a vulnerable thing to tell people as well. It's like, I don't listen to myself. I don't like take any of this advice. Um, but I'm so good at giving it. I'm so yeah. good at giving advice. So good. Okay. I, no, no, I no, am. I'm, I'm like legit that friend that people like need. That people go to. Yeah, go to and like ask for all this advice and help. And I'm like, yeah, you're this, you're that. And then I'm like sitting at home being like, yeah, no, I'm a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> like, I should have told myself that yeah. 15 minutes ago. Like, and just like things with... My big thing this year, I thought I was going celibate, but I'm not going celibate. We're not, we're not doing that. I'm not taking away sex for a year. To, stop that. Yeah, you enjoy having sex. I enjoy it. That's and the thing. And it's okay to say that you enjoy having sex. I feel like as a woman, that's a big thing that we can't say. Yeah. What is it? Is it Summer Walker? Girls can't say. Yeah. What is it? Um. Oh, shit. Girls, Girls can't, say, can't say when they need it. Girls can never say no. Yeah. Girls can't never see they want it. Girls can't never say how. Yeah. Oh, we were singing um, the wrong words, but you get it. You get it. But yeah, I just feel like girls can never say that they enjoy having sex. Yeah. And I think I get into my head sometimes when it comes to sex and I'm like, this like, it has, it's like a weird like, um, like aura around sex. I know that's not even a way of explaining that properly. No, but I get it because I'm all for having casual sex. Yeah. And once I set my boundaries, um, I'm okay with it. But also, me boundaries change every day yes. and every week. So for one week, I'll be like, yeah, I'm okay to have ca- casual sex. Like if I feel like it's safe, I'm in a safe environment. If I want to have yeah. sex with this person, I will. But also the following week then, I'm like, why did I do that? Yes. So it's like a, a weird thing that then I start like hating myself for yeah. certain things. And then I get into that rut of being like, oh, I don't want to have sex and I don't like men and I don't want to do this. But it's like, that's not, it's you just need to fix. There's a certain problem there. Yeah. And there's, it's because I keep changing my boundaries. Yeah. And that's what it is. I'm not sticking to my own boundaries and then I'm upsetting myself. My boundaries not... change person to person and yes. I don't feel like they should. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. Your not boundaries should be the same. Like, oh, obviously, like you can change your mind whenever you want to. Yeah. You. But I feel like I agree with you. And that one, I feel like when it comes to sex and my relationships for the year, I want to have set boundaries and I don't want to steer from them. Exactly. That That's I don't thing. want to yeah. cater them because I know I change them because of what Her a man person, wants. Yeah. And not because of what I want. No. And this is the thing. We come across as these like really independent women. We don't need no man. We yeah. don't need this. But like, don't get me wrong. We have things that we do in our own heads then and we self-sabotage mm-hmm. <laughs> again. Um and change them up for each man and we pl- do it to please men yeah. and it is like it's not even a I know we say we don't do this to please men but there are certain things that we do and sometimes you know, we don't even realise that we don't we're doing even realise that until after and then yeah. we're like I just done that for that man and I don't even like him yeah. and it's because I do this weird thing it's not weird because most people do it make up scenarios in their heads so not even make up as in like fantasy land and like it's just I, I big men up too much so that I give them too much um Street cred. Basically. <laughs> and then I'm like, this person. When they're actually not worth a wank. Exactly. I'm like, this person's so nice. Oh my God, he texts me and he asks me how I am. And he done this. That's the bare yeah. minimum. He's a prick. He's a per- Like, he's a person. He should be asking you how you yeah. are. Or if like, so, say you went home for Christmas and asked you like, um, how was family, how was family time and stuff. That's just a normal conversation. Yeah. But me, I'm like, he likes me. I'm yeah. like, shut the fuck up. Stop giving these men this like that pedestal power. and like giving them this power. Yeah. Of um like pleasing you and making you happy and like I, j- I don't even know I'm like on a rant now because I'm like in a complete top process top behind that um so basically the end of that conversation is to set your boundaries and to keep them no matter exactly so, what man comes into your exactly life. so my thought at the, before I, the end of the year was I'm going celibate but it's not anymore it's just setting my boundaries and keeping to them and 
yeah, I just want to hold myself accountable a little bit in that sense. Um, cause that's the only thing that I feel like I don't control in my life. Yeah. And oh, I feel like good. I control everything else in my life and I'm able to work on things that I've, I've been through and stuff like yeah. that. But that's one thing that I just can't hold on to and won't put effort into. So that's what I want to put effort into this year. So mine is like about dating goals as well. Mm. So like obviously mine would be very similar to what you have just said. Yeah. Because I do the exact same thing. But also like I obviously want to move home like quite soon. Like I want to move home in the next like two to three years. Yeah. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I actually plan if I don't meet someone, I do plan to move home to have a baby by myself. Yeah. Um, people might be shocked by that. <laughs> and to be honest, if you were to say, if I was to hear myself saying that two years ago, I'd be like, you're a loser. Crazy person. You're a fucking crazy loser. Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> but no, um, after working in fertility for just over a year now, it's quite common. Yeah. And I'm like, why would I wait for a man? That's, I think that's such a nice thing that you've seen from people. Yeah. That this is such a common thing. That's such a common yeah. thing. There's women out there that, just want to have a baby yeah. and haven't found the right person. And then I'm like, I keep, this is also a self-sabotage thing as well that I'm like, I obviously need to do a lot of therapy before I ever have a child. Like that's one thing that I definitely need to do. There's certain things that I just don't want to pass down yeah. onto my child. And also even making this decision mm-hmm. to use donor sperm. Um, Yeah, to even have decision to use donor sperm. I'm like, it's also a safety thing as well. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I would rather choose to be a single parent by myself than be made single parent because a man has left me. Yeah. So it's also to have the thought process and to go through therapy to realise, am I actually doing that decision because I really want to have a child? And I feel like I am. No, me too. I feel like I still need to work. It's nice to go to a therapist and speak through like different like tools and stuff that you need to figure that yeah. out like as much as you're like I'm like 99% sure that that's the reason I want to have a kid because I just want to have a child that little 1% needs to be figured out yeah. before you have a child 100% yeah. so I'm like I just want to make sure that I'm not sabotaging myself and then also to be like I'm not cutting myself off to be open to a relationship to be like well I actually have a timeline so I need to have a baby in yeah. two years so I'm like I shouldn't really be having any serious relationships or yeah. dating seriously because I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna find anyone so I may mm-hmm. as well just go home and do it by myself so I feel like you said that you had said you wanted to start therapy this year yeah um, and I started therapy last year I done three sessions with a woman and she just wasn't for me. Like you really do have to connect with it's, your. They say ter- like finding a therapist is like dating. Like you yeah. have to go through so many of them to find the one that you click with. Um, because I would like to do one on one in a room. Yeah, that's just how I feel like I communicate better. I feel like I'm also very good at therapy. I know that sounds thing, but no. I can lie through my teeth. Mm-hmm. I can tell you exactly what you want to hear. I done it for years in therapy when my mom sent me to therapy. Yeah. I done it for years. I can sit there and cry one week and say, oh my God, I feel like this because I have daddy issues, blah, 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 whatever. And then the next week I'll be like, I actually really thought about it. And I'm... Do you know what that is though? It's because it's kind of, it's a bad well, thing and I a want to thing. please my therapist. It's a, yeah, it's a pleasing <laughs> thing. Yeah. You? Yeah. The, you are paying this person, not to fix you because I don't need to be fixed, but no. to give you the tools to better yourself. Yeah. And you're lying. Yeah. So that's, like you said, being held your, holding yourself accountable. I actually want to go to therapy this year mm-hmm. and be honest yeah. in therapy. Because there's just a lot of shit that I need to walk through. And you will be, everyone knows my life story. You will hear it um, throughout the podcast. Um. But yeah, I just feel like I want to do that for myself. Yeah. I feel like, and I'm not being like, I want to be the be- best version of me. 
before I go into a relationship and it's not for them it's for me yeah but that's the thing and but like it is sometimes like I know you're saying right now it's not for them but better on yourself is for people like your future oh God, yeah. it's for your friends it's for your family it's for, for everything it's the way you communicate to people and I think it's nice to have like tools like I said like I'm very good at um what's the word like knowing where certain traumas come from yeah. and certain reasons I do things and I try work on them a little bit but to go to therapy and actually have a tool to be like, okay, this is the thought process and this is how I need to do this and I need to communicate with people a little bit better when this happens. Yeah. Like, I think it's just nicer for everyone around you. It doesn't have to be for a man. No. It's nice for you to be able to make those, like, relationships with all your, like, friends, family and stuff yeah. like that. It's nicer. Yeah, yeah, no. So one would be um, setting dating goals, like what you just said. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, I really would like to meet someone. Yeah. Like, obviously, if you sit there and say that you don't, I'm not saying that you're lying because people actually probably don't want to be with anyone, but I would like to meet someone. I would like to get married and have a baby and yeah. have the perfect life, inverted commas again, <laughs> um, and have the perfect life. Of course I want that. Yeah. But equally, I'm not waiting around. No. So if it happens, great. If it doesn't. And I also don't want to settle. I have seen plenty of people settle. And I think that's why I am still single now. Yeah. Because I just don't want to settle. Yeah. I do not want to settle for anything. I feel like I am a great person. And I feel like I have a lot to give. Yeah. And if someone has not given that back to me, then you don't deserve my time. No. And I don't, I think people think that's quite, um, what's the word? Like self-absorbed. Yeah. To say that like, I'm not settling. But, there's people out there for everybody and I know that's hard to kind of think of sometimes mm. but if you're settling you're taking away boundaries and you're taking away things and then you're you're almost it is settle, it's settling I'm sorry I'm using that word again it's but self-sabotage it's self-sabotage again like you're taking away things from your boundaries and from what you want and then being like okay well I'll just give it to him and he's okay. He ticks some of the boxes. But I am telling you now, there's someone out there that ticks all of the boxes yeah. and communicates and the way in you a relationship. Want them to there's always things that you're going to have to give a little. They're going to oh, have to give a little. Oh, you have to change too. A relationship, too. whether it's sexual, yeah. marriage, friendship. Relationships are never 50 50. No. People who say relationships are 50 50. Me and you had a conversation about this not too long ago. Yeah. Um, and you actually explained it quite well. You were saying like that relationships aren't 50-50 sometimes you're no. giving 70% sometimes I have sometimes to give I've... 70 sometimes you have to give 30 sometimes you have to give me 80 and I have to give 20 it's all circumstantial and it's all different like relationships are not 50-50 whatever whatever anybody says it's like this yeah you need to give more sometimes to your friend your partner anybody need that needs that you time. you just need it yeah. and I know that it's going to be reciprocated when I need it as yeah, well exactly so. get my five year plan yeah. <laughs> enjoy that <laughs> Oh, one of my resolutions and both of our resolutions is this, is grow the podcast. Yeah. Like that's our, we said a, a couple of episodes or whatever it was um, that we're just really, really proud of this. Like this is something that we would never have even thought of being able to do. Do you know what if I mean? If we still lived in Dublin, we would never have done no, this. No, 1000% would have never done it. I would have thought of what people thought, like would have. Yeah, I would have been embarrassed. Yeah, I would have been so embarrassed. Yeah. Um, But this, I keep hearing that thing on TikTok. It's like, um, you just pretend that you don't care or something like that. Yeah. I'm just, that's my year. Yeah. I'm just pretending I don't give I a do shit. I not give a shit. Because I actually don't care what people think of me. But then when it comes to certain things like this, I'm like, oh, that's really embarrassing. Like what, they think I'm trying to get famous. They think I'm trying to do this. What, I'm trying to make this a career. I want to make this a thing that I do every day and that I get paid for. Obviously, yeah. everybody would like to not work for somebody and be able to work for themselves and actually do something they love. But that's, yeah, that's my thing. I want to grow the podcast. Which um, is why we're now doing video. video. 
But anyway, yeah, so we're... That's why we started recording. Yeah, we started recording because we planned to, like, clip it and put it on, like, TikTok, um, Instagram Reels, things like that. We just really want to grow the podcast. Nikita's dream is that she can walk full time full time like on this. this that's not my dream i no. mean i equally want to put in as much effort but i really like what i do as a job yeah but if it means i could go part-time i'd love it yeah i would really love it yeah but that's the thing yeah i just want to make this a job for myself because i keep getting into all of these jobs and then leaving and then or like just being unhappy in them and they just don't fulfill what i need and yeah. i think this has solidified what i actually need i'm like this makes me happy this makes me want to actually do it like when we want to organise a episode and stuff or I'm thinking about like editing and stuff that honestly makes yeah, me really happy excited, and I'm like, like and proud as well to be able to like put work into something and then have like a project come out it's yes. nice and then I'm just very proud of us like we only set it up last year we have a really great number of downloads yeah. we have a good amount of followers on Instagram mm. and when we hear friends and stuff like that talking about it I'm like obviously our friends are going to big you up but yeah. like my ma's friends are now talking about it. Yeah. Friends of friends are now talking about it. The girls in my job are like, Lauren, what the fuck? Like, the episodes are literally brilliant. Like, mm. it's just, it's so nice to hear that the work that you put in is being, re like, received well. Yeah. No, I love it. I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm just really proud. Me too. Oh, I, don't, I was, was going to high five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. Me too. Yay. Um, one thing that I would like to do is looking into furthering my career. Gorge. Um, obviously, I am working in fertility now, and that's definitely where I want to stay. Fertility is definitely the sector, health sector, mm. that I feel like I was born to work in. I feel like I was born to work in healthcare anyways. That's oh, just 100%, the type of person that yeah. I am. And I don't feel like is that self is that conceded to say? No. And so what if it is? This that's the person you are. You love to help people and you love to be able to give them a care and stuff and like be able to care for them. It's why you're like gonna have a child and be like the best marriage in the world. Because you're gonna actually be able to care for them all cry as well. But no, that's that's not self like what's the word? I don't know because the eyes are filled with tears. <laughs> no, I'm gonna cry as well. Um, but no, but like I really, really love what I do, and I've like literally been in this job since I'm 17. So like I, I literally like there's no other job that I could do. Don't get me wrong, the money is fucking shy. Yeah. And uh, there was a time in this year that I was thinking like I'm gonna have to leave, um, healthcare, basically. healthcare because I just don't earn enough money. Like I don't earn enough money to save. I don't earn enough money to live yeah. life in London yeah. Um. but then I sat and thought about it and I was like do you know what I was like I would rather earn the money that I'm on now and wake up every morning and enjoy going to work versus being on really good money and hating my job yeah and also I'm like a bit nervous because I'm like I don't feel like I have any other skills yeah I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like I, I can't leave I can't do anything else <laughs> yeah. other than this job so I'm actually stuck Um. but yeah no I really want to look into like doing more training going on more courses and even if it's doing like little shitty courses like online that have nothing got to do with my job sending me on or anything like that yeah I just really want to build up and I feel like I've never really looked into fertility in Ireland mm. um, so I don't really know Obviously, in London, fertility is quite big here, and I work in a very, like a like one of the leading clinics. Like I work in a really good clinic. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, like it's more known here, but because of Ireland, I don't really know how well it's received Same. here. I I have no never clue. even heard of fertility in Ireland. Yeah, if that makes sense, like, no, like I, I never I heard have of never like ever couldn't tell of you it. where a hospital is, where you need to go. No. 
no, I, I have no advice for you. Yeah. Um, but I really want to start looking into fertility at home. Yeah. Um, because obviously when I do plan to move home, I want to obviously still work in the same job. Now, if that's not what I can do, I'm still happy enough working in healthcare. I'll probably go back to yeah. the hospital that I was working in. I was working in bone marrow transplant ward. I'd probably go back there. Um, because I really enjoyed that as well. Um, also, I don't know why I, I'm in these jobs because I just cry all the time. I know, yeah. Like, that, Do you know what, actually, you're not emotionally stable for no, these I'm jobs. Really not. You're not. <laughs> like, I worked in a nursing home for four years, had to leave there because one of the people that I looked after for four years died. And I was like, I can't cope. Can't do, do can't this again. Like, cope. I can't. Like, literally, can I cope? Um, she passed away and I was like, oh, it literally felt like me nanny had passed away. Um, touch wood. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to move to the hospital. Hospital be more be like nude every day is yeah. different you won't get attached because people are kind of coming and going um obviously there'll be sad moments but you'll be fine yeah but it's a little bit different yeah like so when i first started they were like saying that i was going to be on to the ed emergency department and i was like stunning mm. in and out they put me on an oncology ward they put me on bone marrow transplant they were like we really feel like you would be best here and I'm like, I think so too. But <laughs> I can't go with people dying. I think I'd be really good with it too. But, but like, stop. Stop. What is it? David is dead. David is dead. Like, literally can't stay with people dying. But anyways, that was a long-winded Sorry, I want to look into fertility in Ireland and where the skills that I've learned here, where they can take me yeah. in Ireland. And there's not a lot of opportunity to grow in healthcare in Ireland, I feel. Um, we're here, I feel like the opportunities are just a bit more open to you. Yeah. So I want to grab everything with me two hands here. So then when I go back that Bring I'm just back. gonna be the best version of career me. Yeah. Career Barbie. Career and Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. That's such a good idea. Um yeah, like I said, you're seizing all your opportunities here and then bringing them home. Like yeah. It's the best idea. Bring them home to Dublin because yeah. that's what it should be doing. You're bringing it home. <laughs> Spending your money What's in Dublin. What's the kneecap says? Yeah. They were like, kneecap is a, an Irish like rap band or something like that. Yeah, like rap trio. Rap. Yeah, <laughs> rap band. <laughs> and they said something like they were, had a concert in London and they were like, we're going to uh, take all your money and keep it and spend, and it, spend in it in the Republic, Republic of, of Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had money to um, spend in the so Republic of Ireland. Yeah, that's what Lauren's doing. Okay, so I think that rounds up what we that wanted to include that concludes our <laughs> episode um yeah i think that was a nice little chat a nice little uh debrief of the year that we want and stuff like that um but if anybody has any like resolutions or like goals and stuff or let me check the instagram yeah um if they can think of anything that they want to speak about or want us to speak about because we'll be obviously back in two weeks. Um, yeah, let us know and interact with us and speak to us and listen to us. <laughs> Please. Yeah. And share share this as well because I like seeing people share that they're listening and stuff like that because sometimes I get a little bit, uh, what's the word, anxious that nobody's listening but then I go onto our platform that we put the podcast up and I can see that people are clearly listening. Um. Yeah, so yeah, please like and share, baby. Like, share, subscribe, follow. I don't know what people say. And also, watch Nikita's vlog. I'm saying Nikita's oh God, vlog. Yeah. I'm in every fucking episode. Yeah. Um, um, but it is Nikita's vlog. Yeah, it's my, I'm doing YouTube now because... they. Here's the thing. I started doing weekend vlogs only because I want to make weekends like more enjoyable and like get out of the headspace of just having like a two day, like a Saturday and Sunday and then you're back to work. Um, 
and I just want to record and record our time here in London yeah. while we're here. Um, and as well, Nadine hasn't been in one because she's been away since fucking I miss her so the much. start of December. So Nadine will be in the vlogs then as well. So our little trio will be miss having you. a gorgeous oh, time. I can't wait. She's back tonight. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a vlogger now. Get LOL. Girl. That's funny. Yeah, so we decided we want to have like a little chat at the end and we just talk. We obviously always have some little stories, but we just think our first time having sex is funny stories. Yeah, because so, we've been talking about mine's actually so I feel like we have one for one. So my period story is funny. Yeah. And the key is it's funny, but like it's mine was average. Funnier. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's personal here. But okay. Nikita's first time she had sex story of ours <laughs> is like comical. Oh. Like literally comical. So we'll tell them now. Uh we just wanted to end we got a bit deep there for a second. Yeah. We wanted to end on a giggle. Didn't think we were gonna cry as yeah. well. I'm pure like I was tearing up. Yeah. We also wanted to add what we're grateful for. Oh, yeah, let's, we'll let's do that. Yeah, let's do what we're grateful so for. So sorry. We're going to do what we're grateful for first. And uh, we said that each episode, I, I said this morning that I would like to add in one thing that we're grateful for. It mm. could be that week. It could be this episode that we're grateful for the yeah. conversation that we've had. It could be grateful that I got up this morning. Yeah. Like it literally can be anything. I think we just want to put gratitude into yeah. this thing. So I'm just grateful for me. Friends, like, I'm actually, I'm going to really cry. <laughs> oh. So Jesse and Becca obviously live away. Oh no, she's really crying. No, I'm really crying. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously like Jesse and Becca live away. I live away from my friends back in Dublin and I'm so thankful that I have you and Nadine here and I'm happy that, like the friends that I have in London as yeah. well. Um, But I just feel like, like things have happened over the last couple of months and over the last like over the Christmas break and I just feel like friends are so important oh yeah like your obviously your family people say your family will always be there for you that might not always be the case but for the most part I know my family will always be there for me yeah but I just feel like the people that you choose to be your family like your friends mm. are just so important and I feel like people who have these mindsets of like like that like relationships are 50 50 like oh well she didn't text me so i'm not gonna text her yeah i just feel like and obviously like if you feel like you're just if it's one-sided then obviously that's something that you like need to look at but i'm just rambling now here but i am just grateful for the friends that i have i'm grateful that where we are no matter how far we are apart that we still always have like that strong connection that i can know that i can ring jesse and becca at any time and just vent yeah or I'm just grateful that the friends that I have are still here, basically. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to cry, Jesus Christ. Mine is going to, my gratitude is not going to be as deep as that. No, it's okay. It's going to be, do you ever see the video of, what you call it, it's Kim Kardashian's <laughs> Vogue thing. like what are you grateful for and she's like my kim kardashian contour stick or something and then it goes to like selena gomez and she's like my family <laughs> like, it's like one thing you couldn't live without or something she's like my contour stick mine's gonna be that probably so, um i already knew that i was gonna say that and i already knew that i was gonna get upset yeah um but yeah i'm just grateful for the friends that i have i'm very very lucky to have such amazing friends and people in my life because I definitely wouldn't be here or where I am today without my friends so thanks guys <laughs> okay um yeah that's thanks thanks for sharing that no problem thanks high five again <laughs> <laughs> cheers I <need> <laughs> um I am 
grateful for this opportunity, basically. Like, no, just being 100%. able to do this. Um, like, we can. We have the funds to do it right now. It's not cheap. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad we're putting our time and effort into it. And I'm, I'm just grateful for it. And it's just, it's given me, like, a bit of a, just a boost and, like, happiness. No, it's just nice to have a platform to share how we feel. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot to say. And I feel like the advice that we give is good. That's and the feedback that we've been getting. Yeah. Um, and to just listen to two normal girls and their normal thoughts to just feel like you're normal as well. You're normal. Because we crazy. Yeah. So if we crazy, you're crazy. And we're all yeah. normal together then. <laughs> yeah, we're all mad here. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our... Anyway, stop that fucking crying. <laughs> tell me you when you lost your V-card. Okay. Are you going to... You're going to tell yours first. I'll go first, yeah. Okay. Um, so I was thinking about this. So we actually already recorded this. Yeah. So we recorded this. Um, our first time ever recording. Our first time mm-hmm. ever recording. And we were like, oh, we can just edit it into another episode. But we actually, it just hasn't. Hasn't um, really came up. Hasn't, hasn't yeah. So we're in. just going to tell it again. And yeah, we are going to be knee slapping, laughing and all because <laughs> it's funny. So, but yeah, I realised I was 18. Oh, I went okay. back, I did the timeline. I was 18 when I lost my virginity. Wow. Yeah. Okay, because when we told it, you said you were 17? I was 17. Okay. But I wasn't. I was 18. 18. That's a yeah. nice age. I was 18. But even though the fact that I was 18, I still wish I should have waited. I should have waited. Wow. Yeah. Because I feel like because I was 18, I just got rid of it just because. Yeah. I had felt like that from the age of 15. But also, my ma has made me watch 16 and pregnant since I'm about 12. Yeah. So I just thought if a man even looked at me, I was going to get pregnant. <laughs> um, And also, like, I held it on a pedestal. And I feel like... Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have done that, but I also should have done that. No, you like, appreciated that you'd done that at the end of the day, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm literally filleting into this mic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> filleting into this mic. But yeah, I feel like I held sex on like a sort of a pedestal. And like, even when I was younger, like growing up, I always like thought like, I don't think I'll have sex until I'm married. Yeah. Like, I really thought that that was going to be, now I'm like, ah, you're missing out, girl. <laughs> what could yeah, you, was a 16 year old me? Yeah, yeah, what would you tell your girls? It would be like, don't wait till marriage, girl. <laughs> you have lots don't to learn. So silly. Um, because if it's shut, you're stuck. <laughs> no, basically, so I was 18. Um, I had known this person for like a good few years. And I was having a party in my house. Because my man and dad were away. And I was seeing him like on and off for bleeding. Mm. God knows how long. And yeah, he was in my house. I was there with my friends. We were having drinks. Yeah, everyone went home and he stayed over and we had sex. Um. <laughs> Protected sex, which is very important. I fully wanted, to, even though I was so drunk, mm. I fully wanted to have sex. I wasn't coerced in any way. It was full consent from both sides, which is also thumbs up. Yeah, but I remember waking up the next day and like I cried, like ugly cried. Your mom was beside me in the bed, and he was like, and I was like, you just need to leave my house, please. I was like, get out. That makes me so sad. I was disgusted with myself. Like, cause I just woke up the next morning. I didn't really remember yeah. any of it. And like, I know for a fact that I said yes. Like, I don't. Yeah, like, like you, you know, you consented like, at the I time. I know I consented at the time. And even like going back now, I still would have consented. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just was like, why did I do that? Yeah. I knew that this wasn't going to be a person that I was going to be in a relationship with. This person actually wasn't very nice to me. Yeah. Um, 
again, I felt like I did that just to please him rather than to please myself. Yeah. And I just feel like because I had been talking to him for so long and because I just feel like I just had to. Yeah. Like, it was like well I feel like I owed it's it to gonna him. be you like I feel like I owed yeah. it to him mm. to lose my virginity to him um oh, man. which is not <laughs> the case so yeah I was 18 I really wish I should have waited I then like my mama and dad came back like my mommy stepdad came back the following day and I like told my mom straight away I was like come here I had sex with my help um because obviously like I was distraught like mm. and she came in and it's actually I'm like I'm not embarrassed of it but I'm like shut up crying um I just was like I just felt awful like I don't know how yeah. to explain like I felt dirty like yeah. I felt like I was at the sleep with someone from money where <laughs> now I actually love that <laughs> <laughs> now give me all the money <laughs> give me some coins <laughs> tap that lip um but yeah no I just like I really didn't feel good about that at all so my mom was like, oh my God, like, did you use protection? And I was like, yeah. But my mom was paro. She was like, you're getting the morning after pill. Yeah. She sent me for the morning after pill. I was in school. I was still in school at this point, I think. Yeah, you would have been like in your last year, I, no? I think, yeah, I think I was. Yeah, because I only turned 18 when I was in sixth year. Yeah. Um, but I remember taking the Ella one. Big up Ella one sponsors. Big up Ella one. Um, also, Ella one is one of the only pills that fat gals can take. Yeah. Because your pill is less effective when you're overweight. overweight. Um, but Ella one is a good one if you're overweight. I don't so. know why you would say that. Because huh? I'm not overweight. I'm saying because I've taken you <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> I don't know why you and would even think that. And you're a fat bastard. I'm so skinny. <laughs> Shut up you, I got a free cloak room. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember taking it in the library toilet. Um, and it was awful. I got the worst period of my life after. Yeah, well, oh, it's scary. The period scary, after. Scary. You think you've had it. I'm like, that's a baby. No, yeah. That's a child. Yeah. Help. Yeah, um, help. So then obviously I told me mom and stuff like that. And I was like really upset and like a bit depressed for a few days after. And also I was like depressed after the morning after pill. Oh, yeah. Like depressed. Yeah. Like I actually didn't think that I could feel that low mm-hmm. ever in me. It's in the most awful feeling. It's scary. Yeah. Um, so be careful if you're taking the morning after pill. Yeah. You will be. Fucks with your brain. Yeah. Depresso after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I share everything with me, ma. Still basically do now. We're very, very open with each other. We, she had always very openly talked about sex with me and stuff like that. So I was good there. And mm. um, then it was like that night, I think I was just going to bed and I hear a knock on my door and it's me dad. He comes <laughs> in and he sits, he's literally on the edge of the bed <laughs> like this. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, and grand why? Your ma told me. <laughs> he says, get out of my room. He was like, no, no, no. I goes, get out. He was like, no, but I just want to get out. I was like, I wouldn't let him finish what you had to say. I was like, I am not having this conversation with you. No. I am not talking about the fact that I got the back blown at me last night with me dad. Get the fuck no. out of my room. Get out. And he was like, he was like, no, no, no. He was like, I just want to make sure you're okay. I was like, I'm fine. And he was like, no, I just wanted to say, like, I'm glad that you were safe and, like, bless him. Like, yeah. He really, like, but shut up, don't just talk get to out. Me. I don't want to speak about he this. He was like, um, I just wanted to, like, make sure that you're okay. And I'm, he said, he was like, I'm happy that you don't hear and you were safe. He was like, and you didn't do it in a field. <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> really? Do you, think, do you think everyone loses their virginity in the field? Like, maybe that's like a Bali Raymond thing. Um, but I was like, no, I was like, I'm okay. I did that in my house. I'm safe. Um, but he was like, he was like, if you ever need to talk, he was like, I'm here and I'll, I'm like, thanks, dad. But I don't think I'll be getting yeah, sex I don't tips think... from me fucking dad, you <laughs> pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. That's when I had a dad. <laughs> Now my cat's none. All my dads are gone. <laughs> All my dads listen, are gone. Listen to my new single. All my dads are gone. It's country hit. <laughs> oh my god! All my dads are gone. Um, so mine was like funny, but moral of the story is. Who cares if you're 42, if you don't feel like it's the right time to lose your virginity, don't. And don't give in to pressure because I was so embarrassed. Even now, I still feel a bit embarrassed to say that I was 18 when I lost my virginity. Why? Yeah, I don't know why. Because you think it was young? I, no, I feel like it was too old. Oh, okay. I was like, what? No. Um, do you know what? Yeah, that's funny because you're thinking of like ages and stuff like that. Or you're saying that uh, it doesn't matter if you're 40 something or blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I think that's good to kind of say, do not be pressured into this. But also, it's not really a big deal. It's not something you lose. It's not something no. that you like, you don't lose part of yourself. I hate when people say you lost no. your virginity. Because it's like... And if a man tries to tell you that your cherry pops are not fucking tight, they're fucking losers. If, if your, your vagina is, is tight while having sex, you, you are, are not, not relaxed aroused. and you're not sexually aroused. So if a man tells you that like, oh, you were so tight, then I wasn't enjoying it. Now, here, we, I'll, I'll give preference. There's certain positions okay? that you can do. There's certain positions. To make and, you a pussy tight. <laughs> and I've had it, so I've actually respected this person for asking this question before. They said to me, we were having sex and then like we finished and he was like, I just want to ask, he was like, are you into this? Like, are you, he was like, you're wet. He was like, so it's telling me that you're into it. He's like, but you're really, you're a little bit tight. And I, I was like, Here's the thing. I have endometriosis. I was like, you have a big penis. I'm scared when you're putting <laughs> that penis in my vagina. So I'm sometimes tensing that I obviously am not aware of. Yeah. So obviously my body is like waiting because I'm like, yeah. Um, but I appreciate that he asked. He was yeah. like, I'm just wondering. That also, also as a man when they're asking, are you sexually aroused because your vagina is don't a get little me wrong. bit... If a man has a huge penis... It's oh, gonna be. It, it's gonna tiny. be. It's gonna be. It's gonna, it's gonna be. Because you're literally. It's not like you're putting a piece of string into a no, bucket here. No. Yeah. You are bulldozing through. <laughs> like, help. But yeah, no, that's the thing. If you're, if you feel like it's, it's sore or painful or something like that, it's, it's, you need to be doing more, more floor, foreplay. Yeah. You know, we're all about foreplay here. Um, sorry, that was just a whole. Sidetrack. Yeah, sidetrack off that. Tell me but, when you lost your V card. Yeah, so when I lost my V card, um, it was the best night of my life. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so I lost my virginity to somebody that I was seeing. So I was I was 15 when I lost my virginity, so I was quite young. Um, I was going 16 though I was turning 16 um, and again mine was just because isn't it mad though sorry let me mm. bring my mic back yeah. isn't it mad though when you were that age you don't think that you didn't think that was that young I didn't think that was young I thought no. I was really grown yeah. and like real I'm Pam ready for grown. this shit like I was like I'm too old yeah. I'm <laughs> um, 
And but to be honest, yeah, I lost it with somebody that I was seeing for a couple of. I we actually seen each other for probably about a year or something beforehand, but we both made the decision that. We were like, will we just lose our virginity together? Like, is it just easier to do that? And I was like, yeah, let's just do that. So it wasn't even any like real pressure or anything behind it. It wasn't like a big deal. It was just like, let's just get this over and done yeah. with kind of thing. Again, because people were having sex at our age or a little bit older than us. And we probably did feel a little bit of pressure to yeah. be like, let's just have sex. But we were doing obviously other things. We were doing all the stuff that you lead up to sex. So we were like, well, why not just go all the way? Um, so I said, I was like, well, I was like, my mom's and dad's has gone away. You can't come to you my house. You can't come to my house. <laughs> and we go have six. Um, yeah, so I planned a whole weekend um, that my no, mom and dad were away. Romantic trip for you romantic and your Romantic trip, okay. Um, it was near enough Valentine's weekend. So it was like, I remember the date very clearly and I'll explain that in a second. <laughs> um, it was the 11th of, <laughs> it was the 11th of February. And yeah, my mom and dad were away. So we were going to come to my house and I said to him, it's fine. Like it'd be cute. It'd be cute. Again, I like to reiterate that I was 15 and my bed still had one of those princess canopy things. No, swinging out of your canopy. Yeah. She's too young for you, bro. She's too young for you, bro. If she has a princess thing around her bed. bed. I forgot that you had that. Yeah. So (laughs) we'll just... Anyway, no, I thought that was romantic, so I thought that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. That's hot, Lisa. The thing draped along the bed. Get a grip of yourself. Yeah, I thought that was cute. No. Um, fucking nerves. But yeah, so we. Yeah, there was no real pressure behind it. We went up to my bedroom. We were chilling. We'd done all our little bits beforehand. I. Bits left my top on and I said this I've told Lauren this before my top that I had on was like a beaded top like I had beads all over it left it on because I was like and it was probably something to do with being self-conscious a little bit yeah but I never I never remember it being that reason but there probably was a that that oh my god that was probably the reason um but yeah so I left my top on just took my leggings off we were having sex and it just it just wasn't a great time. I was like, why are people making this such a big deal? I was like, this is fucking shocking. Like, this is weird. This is weird. I was like, why is this man just on top of me doing this? <laughs> the boy, actually, you were 15. Boy. Um, so yeah, so I'm like there and I'm like, ooh, ah. And I get it. And I get it. And I'm like, I have to answer it because my man and I are away for the weekend. So if I don't, so don't answer, answer, something's up. Something's up. So I, I said to him, I was like, I, I have to answer. I have to, like, I have while to. this 15 year old child is inside you. Literally. So I was like, I have to answer this. I was like, because she will legit, like, know something's up. So I answered the phone and I'm like, hey, how are you? And I was like, hey, how are you? Oh my God. Have you heard the news? And I was like, what's, what news? She's like, Whitney Houston's dead. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no! This plant is attacking me. So yeah, so she no, brings please. me to tell me Whitney Houston's dead while this man is inside me, penis penetrating vagina, and I was like, "No, oh, no way! No!" I was like, "R.I.P. Whitney." Not Whitney. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck do I say?" Oh, so she was like, "Yeah, your yeah, dad's bleeding, devastated," and I was like, "Oh my god." Auntie Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) My dad loves Whitney Houston. Loves her. Um, 
so yes and then I was like okay and then I hung up and obviously he like was like what the fuck's going on and I was like Whitney Houston's dead <laughs> so, do you like our songs, Steve? R.I.P., bro. Like, so, uh, yeah, we mourned the death of Whitney Houston <laughs> and then uh, we finished. And then... <laughs> um, you were saying, I remember... Spit on myself. Did he even finish, though? No. So that's the thing. We didn't even, like... It's so you funny. You definitely didn't finish. No, if you're finishing the first time that no, you have yeah, sex... Yeah, if you're having sex and you're coming the first time, you didn't... No, no, yeah. it's not happening. Um... That's yes. something that you learn later in life that girls learn actually way later can enjoy in life. sex. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you don't just realise that, oh, this is all for the man and You're it's for his pleasure. No. Um, and I love that thing where like people say men will fuck anything and yeah. I just think it's the most accurate description of men because they will. But anyway. Um, or they'll dip their wicking at. No, literally, I think <laughs> Emma said on the po- on her podcast, um, my aunties... Or want to get their wick wet. <laughs> yeah, but she was like, men will fuck the piece of skin in between your armpits. They were like, that's what men are. They like would. they will literally they put their penis in there um and have a good time at it as well. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, we didn't like he didn't come, I didn't come. Um it was a really weird experience. I thought that's what virginity was, like your virginity was taken then. So like I just thought, yeah, it was in my vagina, we're done, we're finished. So I was really like upset. I was like, I don't know why people have made this such a big thing. I'm upset now that I didn't enjoy it. Was yeah. I supposed to enjoy it? Like, was it supposed Is to be good? Is there something wrong with me? Is, Is there something, something wrong, wrong with, with me? Him? Yep. So yeah, I had this whole time. vagina broken? No. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, did you break my vagina? No, Whitney Houston broke my vagina. Um... But yeah, so I was like really confused after it. I was like, this is so confusing. And again, because people put such a big high expectation on your first time and like how it should be and stuff. It was just, it was just really weird. And I didn't feel any type of way after. I just felt like it was over and done with. I remember after it then for a while, I was like, I don't think I want to have sex for and a you while. you didn't? Yeah. For years? Yeah, I was like, I don't think I want to have sex until I'm in like a relationship or in, until I like actually want to enjoy it. In between then, I was out here doing bits on the other thing. But I would never go the full way. I'd be like, no, I don't want to have sex. Like, I don't yeah. want to do that yet. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have sex till I was like 20 then after that, wasn't it? Like 20, 20 21? No, no 20, 20. 20. And again, I it's funny because I just text someone, remember, that I knew from years ago. I had been seeing him when I was like 15. And then we like were on and off for years. Um, the man that told me that he didn't want to be with me because he just cheated on me. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know. I Thanks. almost said his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I texted him when I was like 20 when I realized that I want to have sex. And I was like, hey, want to do something fun? And he was like, yeah, I'm down. And I was like, amazing. Again, my mom was out at the house again. I, jo- I invited him over. But yeah, and then that time I actually enjoyed having sex. I was like, oh, I was like, okay, this is nice. This is... <laughs> this is nice. This is nice. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. But again, I was like... I don't, the second time I had sex, I didn't come either. I was like, I just thought that was, again, a thing. You just have sex. And then I quickly realized, oh, no, no, there's way more. You are mistaken, You lady. are mistaken. But yeah, so then I had sex with him and then I became a hoe. And I love it. And I love it. Yeah. No, hoe for life. Yeah, I love it. Loved it so much. But yeah, so, I don't know, we just went on a little tangent again like we do. But I don't know. I think we'll wrap it up and yeah. say thanks to everybody. Well, love yous and leave yous. We yeah. hope you liked this episode. Um, if you're listening on uh, audio, hello, <laughs> hello. Um, but if you're watching us on YouTube, 
hello again. Hello and goodbye. Um, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Here's to 2024. 2024. Oh, we want to say real quick, by the end of 2024, we want to have we a, want live a live show. show. We want a live show. We will have a live, show. a live show. Yeah, so Lauren can do this. <laughs> so I can so I can release me single. I've got no dance left. No, no dance left. We're going home to re- record oh. this right now. Oh.